Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zuck's made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Three, two, one, cue my theme song. I, Professor Burkhead, took some old spare parts and built a new machine to reveal just what is in our hearts, to connect with animals and people, and bridge that great divide. I had to keep my work a secret, so in space I would reside. I fueled my rocket, I took a flyer, and on my space station, I built the unifier. Now it's a perfect fit for both Travel Writer and Arctic Turn. Just think of all the things that they both might learn. I can hardly imagine. So let us now begin. Because this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the groove. Because this is the place where I say it's nice to meet you. <laughs> now that's a theme song. Before we get back to the show, I just want to say how much we have loved bringing you shows like Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches or the new Earth Rangers Underground podcast, and especially the new episodes in the Six Minutes feed, the ones about the Cyrus Lost Tapes. And this is when I need to say a big thank you to all our GZM subscribers. Your support makes independent audio like this possible. If you're not a GZM subscriber yet, right now is the time to join for ad-free listening, early access, and more. Show your support and learn more at gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Help us bring you more great shows by becoming a subscriber today. And thank you. Excellent, excellent. Let me get two more subjects for the next unification, please. Unifier operational. Oh, oh, very interesting, very interesting. Taylor, could you turn on the uh, translator, please? Thank you. Uh, hi. Hi, hello. Uh, yes, I imagine this must be extremely uh, disorienting for you. Uh, allow me to explain. I am Professor Jameson Burkhead. You are part of the greatest scientific experiment in history, uh, the Unifier. Uh, it has selected you two as uh, two organic beings that might come into a closer synchronicity uh, through this experiment. So, welcome and congratulations to you both. Oh, uh, that's so lovely. Um, thank you. <laughs> uh, well, thanks. Uh, I didn't, <laughs> it uh, blows my head, but uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, I'm going to seal you here into the unification chamber, so don't, don't mind me. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, yep. And can you now hear me from the observation booth? Uh, yep. Yeah. I can yeah. How, how long is this going to take? Typically, it's not so long, but uh, who knows? Could last days, weeks, months. Uh, I'm oh. prepared for quite a long period of time. Okay, excellent. I'm just on a kind of a bit of a turnaround. Just a quick... Um... <laughs> right, well, you better hope this unification goes quickly. <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm on a bit of a deadline myself. Um, several articles do. Well, okay. All right. No need to panic. Uh, why don't we uh, introduce ourselves? You on the left. Uh, yes. uh, oh, why me. don't you 
Uh, tell us uh, who you are, uh, where you're from, uh, what's, what's your story? Animal. Introduction. Oh, yes, of course. My name is Donna. I am an Arctic turn, and not to brag, but I am from the Arctic Circle. Um, I'm actually on my way to Antarctica currently. So. Oh, how exciting. Oh, what a trip. And you, sir, on the right. Uh, who, who do we have the pleasure of speaking? Human. Introduction. Uh, my name is Bradley Branch. Uh, I'm a travel writer. I currently live in a tent on the beach in the Mediterranean. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty. Gl- it's a. It's a glam. It's pretty glamorous life. I got uh, a couple of world travelers. Would you mind if I just took some notes while I was here? Because I think this could be a really, really huge article. I see you've got that notebook in your pocket. Uh, yes. Feel free. Yes. You know. Thank you so much. I must ask you not to reveal any information about the unifier. I'm still working on a paper that's going to be submitted to the Nobel Committee. I don't want to. I don't want to brag myself. I just have a quick question. So you don't just log all of the information on the places that you've been and the ways that you've traveled inside of your own brain? Uh, no, no. I tried that for a while and it didn't work out very well. <laughs> that's just a little. That's a. That's a joke. It's a little travel humor. Yeah, I do it to share with uh, other people who have not been to those uh, places who might be interested in the future in traveling to those places. Well, this is fascinating. Uh, why don't you uh, just tell us about what, what's an average day for you as a, as a travel writer? Uh, well, an average day for me, uh, I wake up very early, 5 usually, 4.30 sometimes. I hang out on the beach for most of the day, writing, you know, interviewing, talking. I hear from the old dogs uh, that I, I used to be a little more glamorous, but I have, I'd say about 15 articles I'm working on at a given time. Fifteen articles? Yeah. That sounds like a lot of work. It is. It is. It is. I sleep about three hours a day. That's a robust schedule. It is. But, uh, you know, all my friends at home are really jealous. They say, I'm tell them I'm a travel writer, and they're like, whoa! So it's it's worth it. <laughs> it must be. A, thank you, uh, Bradley, for that illuminating perspective. Donna, the Arctic turn, could you uh, perhaps fill us in about an a average day for you? Oh, gosh. Well, sure. So I wake up when my body says, now. Go now. And then I just um, bop on up in the sky, and then I fly as fast as I can for as long as my hollow-boned body will let me go until I'm racked with fatigue. And then I just do it again next day. Oh, uh, Donna, that sounds very tiring. It is what I do. I bop up, and then I bop back down, and then I bop up, and then I bop back down. Much like you, Bradley, I feel I must. It is my work. Yeah, Donna, I get I get you. Yeah. You would say you're doing it for the love. For love of the game, which is to go down to Antarctica. And then after that, this is where it gets wild. I go back up to the Arctic. Okay. There are birds that don't fly as far. What? Have you ever noticed uh, the big shapes that are not water? They move by me so fast, I've never really clocked them, but sure. Well, within that, there's many smaller, you know, pieces of land that are considered a country. And some birds just stay in that one country and just go from the top to the bottom. Sometimes not even all the way. But how do they know what the rest of the world is like? A fair question. Sounds like those other birds need a need a bird travel writer. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, actually, if, if you know of any any openings for a bird travel writer. Oh, are your bones hollow? They could be. Can you fly? No. Bradley Branch, you do fly, do you not? Well, one of the perks they don't tell you about is you do get part of uh, the flyers clubs on all major airlines. Uh, <laughs> because you're flying around a lot, sometimes. That's what those are. Those things in the sky, mocking me. Airplanes? They're packed with you? Yes, yes, a lot of me's. How far do you go? 
Well, I got here from uh, New York, and I flew here to to Italy. Uh, I don't know, was that 5,000 miles? I, I'm not sure. You must be fatigued after this flying from all that exertion and effort. We don't actually do any exertion, unless, uh, you know, airplane food's an exertion. Hello! There's food. <laughs> yeah, we are served food, several uh, meals. On a long flight like that, you'll get several courses. What am I doing wrong? Donna, birds are not allowed on these planes. I can see you're very angry about this. I, it's not that I'm angry. It just sounds nice to do my journey, maybe without the labor of my own bird body. I think probably you would enjoy that, but currently no system exists for that, and I'm so sorry. Bradley Branch and Donna the Arctic Turn, I am going to now deactivate the suspension fields uh, you've been held in, oh. so uh, you may uh, get closer to one another and interact uh, physically. Deactivating force field. I'm new to this. Would you like to perch? Yes, I will. I'm pretty light. Yes, you are, indeed. What does this do? This fuzz, this fur? Yeah, uh, I don't have access to a lot of brushes, toothbrushes, soaps. This is just kind of what we look like when we just kind of like let it ride. This is my let it ride phase. Interesting. You've got you've got something in front of your nope, face. No, nope, no, nope, hold on. I'm helping. Need those. Need those. Nope, need those. Uh, Donna, I would. Oh, these are shiny and nice, and I like these. We're Donna. Uh, yes, Donna, you're going to give him back those. Donna. Oh, look here. These are nice. I'll just drop them. Oh, don't do that. Donna. Oh. oh, I heard him. Taylor, do we have an extra set of... Uh, what, what prescription are you? Uh, negative four, negative 3.7. Oh, we definitely don't have that. I'm sorry I broke your glasses. Oh, uh, that's okay. I assumed that all human beings could see perfectly. Otherwise, why would you survive? Yeah. Donna, you can't blame Bradley Branch for using human tools like glasses and planes. We all use them. So you're telling me that you get into a bird plane concoction, fly across the water with poor vision, and survive. Oh boy, you're you're, you're sounding like my mom now, you know? (laughs) Sadly, there would be no way for a human travel writer to even do their job without a jet. Uh, New York to Rome on foot? I mean, a tall order. It seems like 5,000 miles, not to be that turn, but it's not very far. So you're saying I should go someplace even more remote, even even further. Antarctica! I can't open my home to you necessarily, it is just a very small nest, but it would be fun. Color me intrigued, uh, what's the, what's the appeal of Antarctica? In a very primal and biological way, I don't know. On a more social plane, they do have penguins. I've seen a penguin in a zoo, and I loved him. In a zoo? Oh, yeah, a zoo. You, you familiar with zoos? Oh, uh, this may not be a... Yeah, no, well, a zoo is where um, humans will take animals uh, and put them in, like, a new home. And then they go back and forth and back and forth. Okay, yeah, I see what you were saying. Yeah, you're with me now. They actually stay in the zoo. They don't, they don't go anywhere. <laughs> Only a penguin would fall for this. Well, yeah... Not to be that turn again, but those penguins. You gotta come down. You gotta see them. Just tippy-tappy-tippy-tappy-whittle-waddle. It's so fun! What do you do for fun in Antarctica? You know, besides watch penguins. Uh, I fly as fast as I can. Donna, that's what you do to get to Antarctica. Surely once you're in Antarctica, you don't continue to fly at that pace. I'm not that complex. I wish I were more complex. A turn that knows thyself, I suppose. Oh, uh, that sound means it's time for the uh, IRO, the introduction of a random object. Commencing uh, drop of IRO now. Introduction of random object. (laughs) 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 Got a mind of its own a little bit. (laughs) 
Quite large. Ah, I had one of these when I was a kid. What is it? It's a pogo stick. It's a it's a fun toy for kids or a mode of transportation. I would love to try this. As we have discovered, I don't have um, a sense for recreation. Here, I'll, I'll put it up. And I, you know what? Why don't you get on my shoulder? Okay. <gasps> Delightful. Oh, thank you. Hello. So here we go. Three, <laughs> two, one. Faster. Okay. Bradley Branch, are you all right? Oh, I just bang, bang myself up. Uh, truthfully, the pogo stick is a sort of a difficult mode of transportation to master. It, it's weird we give it to children. The bouncing, I think, is probably the main attraction. Uh, do turns have toys? Uh, beads, little strings, glass and plastic. So you understand the appeal of your eyewear from earlier. Yeah. Connection low. Listen, I, I don't mean to criticize either of you, but I'm uh, looking at the unification meter here, and we are reading... Uh, it, it's a, basically a flat line. We're not going to be out of here anytime soon if uh, <laughs> we don't get this meter moving. And we both have such pressing engagements. It feels like this meter should be off the charts already, but clearly we're missing some sort of deeper connection. Bradley, uh, perhaps try interviewing Donna as though she were to be in one of your many articles. What's what's Antarctica like? <gasps> You've never been? No, no, no. Uh, they've slashed travel budgets for most of the travel magazines, so it's really uh, wherever you can kind of hitchhike. It is a sheet of white, sparkling ice. There are beautiful blue waves. Okay, yeah. I'm on the edge of the world, and Asia waves crash into the great white sheet of ice. I couldn't have put those thoughts together myself. That was lovely. Connection. Building. Oh, we are getting a reading from the unification meter. Uh, continue uh, crafting this article. Oh, sometimes the days are very short and you barely see the sun crest over the horizon. And other days, the sun is bright for hours, causing the sparkles to change. Antarctica exists outside of time and space. Light meets dark, dark, dances with night in a never-ending swirl, losing yourself in the primordial nature of the place. Oh! Connection. Building. Ha-ha! 86% synchronicity! Uh, keep going! One more! Um, uh, the penguins. They look nothing like the rest of the land, and they're in these silly little bodies and making these silly little moves. If one were returned, flying above us, you would see the penguins splayed out in fractal patterns whose origins and intentions are known only to them. The birds of the deep. Unification complete. <laughs> We've done it! Full unification! <laughs> Incredible! Bradley, may I give you a hug? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's... I barely felt it. They're so light. I congratulate the both of you on this unification, but I also must inform you, now that unification has been achieved, you have 20 seconds before you are returned to Earth, so anything you have to say to each other, I would recommend doing it now. Where do you poop? On the beach, normally. Uh, Me too! Yeah, um, thanks so much for your help on the article. I can't really afford to, like, split any kind of... You know, fees. You know, with wow. you. Just, I just, I'd like, I give, give you a credit or like a store or a thank you at the end of the article. Yes, just I really Donna. <laughs> oh, that will be thrilling. Save I can't read any. And goodbye forever. <laughs> sometimes unification comes from the last place you'd expect, but sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles. 
Cause this is the time Yeah, baby, it's the groove Cause this is the place where I say It's nice to meet you Perhaps I should do a little traveling No, no, far too much work to do with the Unifier It'd be a shame to stop now What with all the data it's collected recently I mean, especially considering how much closer we are now To unlocking the secrets of the world Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called the Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hey, it's Jess. Did you know that GZM Shows has a YouTube channel? Right now, all of Six Minutes, Becoming Mother Nature, GZM Beats, and Cupid and the Reaper are up. And they're in these, like, beautiful playlists. They have this fun audio waveform visual. And best of all, you can turn on captions. And the captions have character names. Anyway, subscribe to GZM Shows on YouTube. Maybe there'll be some cool things in the future, like live streams, interviews, behind the scenes... We'll see. GZM Shows on YouTube.